Hello and welcome back to another episode of Harper and the Podcast. Um, I apologize, I've been away for so long. And I, I've been trying to update the system. I'm in a new studio, aka my living room, no longer the kitchen table. And I got some new equipment. Don't really know how it works. So probably probably wasting a lot of it right now. Probably wasted some money on it, but it is what it is. Uh, so hopefully I'll be making episodes more often, but let's get to this one. I want to say I am joined by probably Harper's biggest critic. Well, I don't know about that. I I respect it. He keeps it real. I Every episode I talk about how much this guy doesn't like the show. And every episode I talk about there's no way he listens. And then he texts me that he listens. So here he is to give his own two cents on everything. My dearest friend, one of my dearest friends, Kieran Cottrell. Hey, everyone. Th- thank you for having me on, Danny. <laughs> and if I could just uh, you know, qualify my criticism, I do listen. And if I, if I, truthfully, I wouldn't listen if I didn't like it. And I do find the, the, uh, content compelling and I do find it interesting. All right. You're losing it. Okay. All right. You're lying. (laughs) No, I I really enjoy listening. I do. So I'm, and I'm thankful for the opportunity to be on here today. Well, I will say that you were the only person to persistently ask to come on. And I usually, I, I forced everybody. I took Chris captive. I took Callum captive, but you were like, Hey, let me on. And I, and I said no like 80 times. I got a little Stockholm syndrome there. <laughs> identifying with my kidnapper. <laughs> and I couldn't resist anymore. You actually broke into my house today. Mm-hmm. And you said we're doing this. And, you, and you're holding a gun to my head right now. Mm-hmm. So here we are. So, Kieran, let's start things off. Mm-hmm. Heartburn stories. I know you got some. I know you've been in Callum's twice. Mm. So if you want to give your side of those, you can. Um, I'll ask. I'll ask. Okay. I'll just okay. You just want to go for it. Well, you ask. give your give your heart. Do you have heartbreak? You you've been. You've been I have several. I I have I've been heartbroken dozens of times. That's good. That makes me happy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I have, I just want to say I have a girlfriend now, and she's wonderful. Um, and I'm very very happy in the relationship that I have. But you need to but, know, you need to but. know that there was a, a a period I call the dark ages prior to that <laughs> relationship where it was just like sort of basically a a running series of heartbreaks heartburns actually i'm gonna gonna end my my terminology to fit the podcast heartburns can i say your girlfriend's name yes katie if you're listening and you're being held captive in some way you you let me know figure out a way like you whatever you know you i know you're way at college right now so this is it you can run (laughs) <laughs> okay she's got a head start i know you're like two hours away from us right now you can just go just keep going okay just kidding i'm sure she loves yeah, you. yeah please please don't i i, I don't yeah I, I don't know if i could find another girl you'll never do it better she uh, laughs at some of the stuff that you says that she she just eats it up i know and i'm like karen that why you why, you're ridiculous and this, she just loves it she loves your weirdness mm-hmm. she's great it grosses me out i don't get it <laughs> well actually i think that's a really good segue because I think one of the overarching themes I want to discuss here um, on Heartburn, the podcast, is that there are a few characteristics that a male needs to acquire an attractive female mate, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, what the, the cool kids call a boo. And so... All right. Well, that's all the time we have today. <laughs> <laughs> and one of those – so here are those characteristics. I'm going to break it down for you. You have to have one of these things. Number one is height. 
No. <laughs> says the five foot three. Let me finish. Let me finish. Five foot nine. You can keep these going home. One of them is height. You have to have one of these things. Height, money slash fame. They come in the same boat. Money slash fame. And the third one is luck. You have to hit the lottery. You have, you, I hit you the lottery. You have to win the lottery. And I won the lottery because I'm not famous. You I'm not, not super rich. And I'm definitely not, not tall. Definitely not tall. That's true. So, so if Katie ever leaves you, you well, that's the last we'll see. If yeah, He'll lock himself in his room. Which, ironically enough, it's Valentine's Day weekend. True. And have you seen her? I have not seen her, <laughs> but I have a fair explanation. Uh, Katie was sick um, this week. No, I'm dead serious. She was very sick um, in the week leading up to this um, weekend, and we made a conscious decision uh, for us not to get together. But we are going to get together next weekend and, um, and, and you know join forces there so we can have a nice Valentine's Day. Uh, celebration. So join us next weekend when he's back talking about his breakup with Katie. Uh, it'll be fresh. It'll be raw. I'll ask all the right questions. And that'll be his second heartburn story. But to have a second one, you have to have a first one. So do you want, do you care to talk about, uh, is this, is this an, a, a, like a figurative heartburn story? You can tell us like a heartbroken story. I, I could tell, I, you know, as I said, I have several good ones, but there was one in the days leading up to this episode, I felt like I wanted to tell. Um, so one time, this was the summer between. So this isn't a literal heart. This isn't like an acid attack story. This isn't. Oh. A, this isn't a literal heartburn. No, story. I actually wanted to talk about a little heart. Literal we can, heartburn. We can. I got Should both. We? We, we'll do this first. Okay. And then we'll talk about our our acid reflux. Well, you don't have that. I do actually. Oh. I do get. I do. Yes. Well, join the heartburn team. Yeah, here you go. Dude, that's why. I'm here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> So, so anyway, who was, hurt you and why? What did you do wrong? It was, well, you'll find out. Here we go. <laughs> it was the summer between junior and senior year of college. And I came up to Connecticut um, to go to a Mets A's game. For those of you who don't know, I'm a huge Oakland A's fan. And they I don't get to see them very often. So I came up to Connecticut where I went to college and met up with my friends. And we were going to go to the Mets game. And I, I went on Bumble. You know, just just how every good every good heartbreak story should start. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I went on Bumble, and I matched with this girl named Julia, and um. Do I even? Do I don't think I know this. Story. No, you don't. I don't think you do. Well, wow. I'm not saying on the canal. Danny and I go on canal walks. Oh so, yeah, we'll get it. We'll talk about that later too. Yeah. So I met this girl Julia on Bumble, and we matched and we exchanged. Uh, information and we just like hit it off i guess you could say and we proceeded to like keep touch for the rest of the summer that's nice so this was probably in june or july so it was kind of middle to uh early summer and we spoke like pretty much every day for the remainder of the summer and i hadn't met her yet in person though but we had spoken over the phone you're being catfished you'll find out oh dear so I was I, no, we had video chatted, so actually no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. So no, no, I did not get catfished. Um, well, we but, don't know. <laughs> no, we know. It's still up in the air. Whatever. We tell your story about how this girl with a penis is talking to you. <laughs> actually, I never actually I never got that far. So maybe so, she did have a penis. Was Schrodinger's penis? Was it there? Was it not there? We don't. Camera didn't go that low. We never know. True. Um. 
But yeah, so we'd spoken for the remainder of the summer. And then finally, when we both got back to school, I go to, I went to Fairfield, in located in Fairfield, Connecticut. She went to Central Connecticut College, uh, a.k.a. Triple C. And that's in a place called, I don't remember, but it's in Connecticut. And Dan, you could edit that 10-minute silence part out. <laughs> it's, it's in Hamden. Hamden. That's good. We're dropping a lot of locations here. You yeah. want to have her address? I don't know. So I would drop maybe. I do have that. Julia, we know you're listening. All right. You can come on and tell your side of the story. So I was like very much into this girl because I felt like we had a really good connection. You know, I thought she was attractive. She was a big baseball fan. Um, We had some similar interests and, you know, similar sense of humor and whatnot. I know that's pretty shocking. But. um, That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But she basically, we had decided to like hang out the first week of school because we're both excited to see one another and so i went up to connecticut uh, hamden connecticut let's go to this college and so she went out. so she went to a school kind of just near your school. yeah yeah it was just you know, exactly she didn't go to your school right precisely. i don't know during these i'm sorry you guys no I, i'm pretty boring oh i'm kidding i'm especially boring you're good um <laughs> so essentially i met her and we watched the movie um what's the movie with the Native Hawaiian princess, the Disney movie. Moana. 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 We watched Moana. And I thought it went really well. Like, you know, we, we cuddled. Um, oh. Yeah. And, like, you know, What's we exchanged like? uh, jokes and whatnot. And I thought it went really well. And I was under the impression that, like, I was going to really, you know, build build a connection with this girl. And so I went Stupid. back. You should never think that. I know. I was Stupid. a moron. What are you doing? moron. Never think that. I know. That's true. So... Happiness doesn't exist. You'll come to find. Mm-hmm. Unless you win the lottery, are tall or rich and famous. Right. So, anyway, <laughs> I got back to Fairfield, and um, over the day, the next, like, within, basically, long story short, within three days, she goes to me. Beautiful. And I was so sad. I was like, what the fuck did I do wrong? She <laughs> led you on for months, and then she was like, you know what? This guy's on the fence with him. I'll meet him. We'll watch Moana. She said, she she because she told me, she mm-hmm. was like, we're gonna have, we're gonna watch my favorite movie, Moana. And if he doesn't like love it and sing every line, he's done. And you didn't. She told me. Oh. And so that's why. Wow, I didn't know you and Julia were so close. Yeah. Well, come on. <laughs> You're tall. <talking. laughs> I'm, 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 I'm tall. Danny's six one. Yeah. So you it's mean? you know it's natural. Yeah. There's a there's like a bumble. But it's just, for, like, you have to have, like, a minimal height of six feet. Are you serious? Yeah, and so I'm on that uh, along with everyone in the NBA and Chris Benson. <laughs> and uh, so that so we met on that. For a minute, I honestly thought you were serious at the Bumble <laughs> for tall people. And I wouldn't have been surprised. <laughs> we should, I should wouldn't we, have been we surprised. Should, we should invent it. I, I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it's out there. Yeah, like, I'm going to invent it. It will be out there. What should we call, What should we call it? Uh, I'm not gonna call it anything. What are you gonna call yeah, it? Yeah, it'll be blocked. Wait, yeah, as soon as you lie exactly. Again. It's just gonna ask me how tall I am, even if I try to lie. It knows. No, it knows. It just pops out of scale. You know how like iPhones, you gotta like, take a picture or something, and it tells you, it can like tell you how tall it is. Like you no, can measure it. An iPhone. Well, there's like an app. I don't know how it works. Me and my one boss trying to figure it out. He couldn't figure it out. We gave up. But you can like measure things. On that's how you get it. You have to have someone else take a picture of you. Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe Honestly, it'll be called ta- taller, like Tinder, 
But just but taller. Taller. Yeah. Taller. Tall. Tall in love. Tall in love. We'll call it tall, tall in love. love. We're gonna call it tall in love, and you can come on. You can tall in love. Wow, that's your short. Great. But what? So so is the minimum height six foot, right? Yeah, we'll six say foot, six foot. Six foot. Yeah. That's the thing. If here's the thing. <laughs> PSA to all men listening to this that aren't at least. 5'11", and here's why I'm going to say 5'11", because you could put on a pair of boots and all this You could lie. You could be a liar. You could be a liar. Mm-hmm. And that and that's an, that's an asset. So if you're not rich slash famous, you're not super lucky in, in something that leads to you hitting the lottery romantically, and you're not tall, you're screwed, guys. <laughs> you're, you're done. <laughs> you might – actually, here's what I'll say. You have one chance. Why don't you go ahead – and start up a new tech company, or invent Google again, or do something genius that you yeah, like start a podcast. I start up. Oh, you're, you don't need to, dude. You're tall. Well, yeah. No, yeah, I want to say. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm actually in in our friend group. Like, I think Calum's my height. Calum's been on the show before. Chris is like seven feet tall. Chris is yes, very tall. Colin, who's on the last episode, tall. He's tall. Jason. Jason. He's tall. Jason is a person that no one else listening would know, but he's kind of tall, and he's a yeah. person that we hang out with. He's pretty elusive, though. He is. He's he's a phantom. Yeah. Um. We were gonna say something else before that. I forgot what, we were, what I was gonna say. We were gonna come back to something. Oh, was it? Uh, heartburn, like actual heartburn. Well, is that the end of your heartburn? So she led you on for months. Yeah, and then she just basically ghosted me. Did you like try and hit her up? Did you, yeah. Like, and she just nothing. Yeah. Did she not even a response? Well, anything? the sad thing was, at first, like with after the, the day after we had hung out, like she would respond, but um, it would wouldn't be as engaging as it was before. Mm, been and, there. Right. You could just it's feel it. You can. You can read it. a text and you could just feel it. Yeah. Like I don't know. Even if it's a normal type of response, sometimes it just comes with like an aura about it, and you're like, this wasn't. This text is she. She she was rolling her eyes while typing this. Kind yes, of thing. yes, it's exactly. It's, it's like a metaphysical emoji. Yeah, <laughs> that makes <laughs> like, sense. Like to maybe you. there's like a grammar mistake in it that's not normally made, or like a like one word that she doesn't use normally. It's like ah, oh, okay. This I'm is sorry. Over. I'm and, sorry for bothering you. <laughs> and after that, it's it's the equivalent of sliding down a grease pole. It's true. You're d- like you're done. It's true. And, although, although. We are Eagles fans. We we are from the people who climb grease poles. That's true. So if any if any like positive takeaway, be like a be like a gross Philadelphian and just climb that grease pole. I'm already a gross Philadelphian. Yeah, same. So <laughs> we'll get it. Okay. Keep at it, everyone. There's no real message to any. All right, of this. Katie. I'm gonna need you to buy some Crisco. <laughs> yeah. Katie has stopped listening at this point. Katie has Probably. tuned out. No, actually, she like weirdly likes you for some reason. I know. So she's going to be listening. I won the lottery. I if you, won the lottery. If anything ever happened to you and Katie, that's it for you. You I have know. to hold on to her. I do. I really do. It's This is, you're not, she's, and she's a delight. I've met her. She is a delight. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not like one of those, like, like you know how, like, sometimes your friends have a significant other, and you're like, oh, great. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, they're bringing this person around. I need to like them. No, right. she's lovely. She is. She's lovely. She's been in my house. Mm-hmm. She hasn't met my dog yet. True. Everyone, big life news for me. I got a dog, and his name is Jojo, and he's the handsomest baby in town. <laughs> and I don't think there's a better dog out there. You can try and tell me there is. Oh, okay, so Kieran has a good dog. <laughs> but my dog, Jojo, is just, he's a genius. He's in school right now. He is. 
honor student. What's his major? His major is um, microbiology. Oh, that is a smart dog. Yeah, yeah. So that's going pretty well. We're trying. We're probably gonna put him to a pub, to a private school soon. Oh yeah, he's in a public school system right now. Oh, you, yeah. You want to yeah. you want to foster intelligence, give him the best chance to be right. successful. Right. Wow, being a father is just so. <laughs> and it's funny because my one cousin was telling me how like her sister, well, not like officially my cousin. She's like dating a cousin of mine, and but they're like, you know, she's basically a cousin. Her sister had a kid, and I was like, well, your sister had a kid. I adopted a dog. So I know exactly what your sister is going through right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same. Exactly. There one to no, one. One to one. No <laughs> difference. Of, like, cause she's like, oh yeah, like, like she, like he had a son. I forget the name, but I wouldn't say it anyway. And I was like, well, listen, I have a dog, and he's one, so he's not as new. He's not as fresh. But he, it's the same. It's the same thing. Right. There is no difference between having a child and having a pet. You hear it here first, folks. <laughs> There's no difference. So there you go. So Danny's a father. Yeah. It's so great yeah. being a dad. Yeah. I don't know where he is right now. Probably. <laughs> dad of the year. Probably, probably sleeping somewhere. My phone's blowing up right now. It's probably people texting me like, your dog's outside. I don't know if that's... Right. He's <laughs> just getting some fresh air. Building yeah. character. So have you had... Is there any other Harper and stories that you want to share with the world? Um, I mean, I'm sure you'll be on again. So oh. you can save some. You'll be, I mean, so far so good, I think. All right. You haven't said right. something overly offensive yet, but there is time. And we There's are going to go, and we are going to go to places where there have been debate in the friend group. Okay. And um, you, me and you have on the same page before, and we'll go there. Yeah, I'm excited so, for it. I'm excited for it. But so far so good. Yeah, I would say so as well. So I would th- say so as well. But again, it is very early. Night's a pup. Day's a pup. So is there anything else? Are you, any other heartburn? Um, frankly, there are several other Harper stories. I'm trying to stories. remember any Harper stories of yours that I've been a part of, um, that I was there for. But I can't really think, because there was that one girl that you were talking to for a while, and then that kind of just fell off. In high school? Uh, yeah, but she didn't go, she didn't go to our school. Yes, yes. I don't want to, I don't want to say names. I don't want to say names, but yeah. Yes. But that, but that was kind of, that was, yeah, that, kinda, that, was, that was like my first experience of seeing you like shook yeah like oh, i was yeah. my first i was like oh wow kieran like really likes girls or something like, i know like, i shocked him right <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't, I can't. this is before i discovered girls this was like three years ago so <laughs> so I, I don't know what girls are i'm still not quite sure still figuring it out. i'm still figuring it out even though he's know. a dad i have a lot of wiki how tabs saved in my adam and eve in true. my there we go hang on true or false danny <laughs> Did you not scroll through Adam and Eve and browse there? I absolutely did. Products? I absolutely did. I absolutely did. And I, because because here's the thing. I was they had a sale. <laughs> they had a sale. They had a sale. Of course. Hey. So why would I not? You know what? You're right, man. And and you know, years later, you're now you're a dad. Now so I'm a dad. Paid off. So so either nothing that I bought worked or just it all worked. Right. But I am a dad. But I did browse at it. What was I talking about before that? You just, my my other heartburn story with oh I, mean, I don't know yes, still, that, I don't know what girls are still figuring it out yeah that know. was so that was a girl um that I had some very strong feelings for for a long time um back in in, in high school um but you know like college came and we just kind of went our separate ways and you know I th- to the best of my knowledge she's she's doing really well now and she was a very good person. Very nice, uh, smart. So hopefully she's doing well and enjoying. Her yeah, life. I have a dilemma on that too. Okay. We still follow each other on Instagram. Oh really? Uh, am I supposed to cut that? No, am I supposed no. to cut her loose? No, no. Dude, I don't know the I don't know the rules. 
There are no rules. I think so. So we're Facebook friends, Mm -hmm. and a memory came up of the exchange that you had on Facebook, and I was like, oh, so okay, so this we like. I can't just cut you off now. We've interacted. You know what I mean? So I don't think you should inter. You 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 should not need to cut her off. All right. Yeah. I just imagine as soon as my friends break up, people, I need to just bye. Sorry. Even if I was friends with that person first. Right. 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 Yeah. I need to just like. Like if Colin and and Kate, who Kate, if you're Kate, you might be listening to this. If you and Colin break up, I know I was best friends with both of you for years. Money up, might have to go. It's probably gonna be you, Kate. Kate, (laughs) I don't know. Well, Kate won't listen to this. Colin will. So yeah, I guess. Colin, you're still in, buddy. Colin, you did it. You did it, man. (laughs) You made the cut. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) Even though you ran to California. True, he did. California now. He's coming back though. So Kieran. I transition so poorly that people probably think it's bad editing. It's not. You were almost a published author, and I just chat all over it. <laughs> Actually, you're wrong. I am a published author. Oh, yeah, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are, but we're not going to talk about it right now. <laughs> you wrote a book, and this tore the friend group up. They, we have, we're, in a, we're in a group chat, and the group chat's been around for like 11 years but i've only been in it for like three maybe not even that many years i'm new i'm like still in my free trial like i haven't started paying subscriptions yet <laughs> akira wrote a book about yeah, i have to give credit to my roommates you want to my shout two them roommates, out? uh john hershauer and rob aka jimmer for debt uh I, it was not a solo effort it was the three of us that wrote it oh jimmer i don't know who he is freezing cold take on twitter i saw what did he say? He said something about baseball is better than soccer. Oh, or something. yeah, yeah. You know, just Ice cold take. Just ignore him. Unbelievable. That's, yeah. Freezing. It belongs outside. It's colder than it's outside. Seriously. It's seriously. really frigid today. It's let, insane. Let, you, let the record show it's very cold today. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, post, I'll post the forecast with the, with the link. Cool. But, uh, but so you wrote a book mm-hmm. about uh, what? Softness and its continued propensity to loom. Go keep telling the people what's your book about. So uh, it was like a scale, there, wasn't it? There was a scale called the softness scale, which <laughs> essentially. Which okay, <laughs> so me, so all right, well, I'll let you explain it and then I'll give my take on it. So long story short, it's not a long book. It's only between forty and fifty pages, and um, it's essentially a book that discusses the many phenomenon that surround softness, uh, which refers to um a person's lack of backbone their default disposition towards avoiding actions that require grit uh as summarized in chapter one of the official guide to softness tm um <laughs> it's not it's not actually trademark so you can steal it if you yeah want. so you could so you, you, could, you could rewrite this book <laughs> yeah by... <laughs> yeah so that that's what it's about um and to give you an example anytime you go to the grocery store and you see someone finish unloading their groceries from their cart to the trunk of their car, and they don't take their cart back to the little, you know, kiosk that yeah, where the, the cart's the, going. the cart return. Right, and they're too lazy, so they leave it on the corner Which or is between blasphemy. lines. Yes, that's softness. That is soft. It's because it's it's it kind of goes hand in hand with laziness and avoiding t- giving effort in a in a not soft fashion. So Kieran and his two roommates set out to save the world mm-hmm. because they decided that the world's going soft 
So A, you can identify how soft you are in this book. Correct. You could say, wow, I am I am really soft. Or and this also controversy controversy, the opposite of soft for me is hard. I think you look at this book and be like, wow, I'm really friggin' hard. <laughs> I am. You don't I, want to say I'm hard. I am. Are you I'm hard. I am hard. I'm uncomfortable. Well, <laughs> that's maybe you should just reevaluate yourself. But so you can identify how soft you are and then you can learn you could say, hey, I want to be a cheese stick, mm-hmm. which you will now tell the people what that means. I'm very glad you brought that up, Danny. <laughs> so there are certain people that um, didn't exactly strike the genetic line, <laughs> you know, and they, they weren't given. Um, he, this, was, this, this was a reflection chapter that he wrote. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So a cheese stick is someone that defies the odds. It's someone that be, chooses to be not soft despite their physical or emotional disadvantages. And I'll give you an example. A cheese stick would be an example of someone who is born like super unathletic and just like not physically well endowed. And they, they undertake actions that allow them to participate in physical activities and, and undergo um, actions that require grit. Um, and they, they become a cheese stick if they decide to do that despite their uh, inherent limitations, if you will. <laughs> why, is it, why is it called a cheese stick? Because we knew a kid in college who was basically like that, and his nickname was cheese stick. Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> yep. Phenomenal. And so we – so first of all, I want to say publicly to the world, that on some level, I I feel as I owe you an apology for shitting on the book. But I will say also this. I will also say this. I really, I didn't really shit on it, I feel like. I, it started out as I was giving my, like, um, what's it called? What's the word I'm looking for? Like, like, uh, like criticisms, mm-hmm. but like um, constructive criticisms. Right. I think that's what I was trying to say. Right. And I started out and I was like, hey. I think this could look different. I think this is different. There's no research here on this. And you just dismissed all of it. You were just <laughs> like, nope, this is first best draft. It's not going to get any better. <laughs> like, you were just <laughs> like, you just, everything I said, you're like, that's thanks for telling me, but it's all wrong. Like, you can go write your own book of faults is what you want to do. <laughs> And then I think and everyone I think in the in the friend group was like that. Maybe not maybe not Joe. I think Joe was actually kind of like pissed that he was like, no, this is I'm just gonna shit on my friend Kieran. Mm-hmm. Joe, I would let that you on some time, but you also live in California now. But and then I think I got it frustrated that you were just like, nope, everything you say is wrong. So I was like, all right, I have to, I have to come at this kid at a different angle. And I, think I was just like, like this is stupid. Like, like this is you can't do this. You can't post this. Like you can't publish it. Yeah. And so I, and then and then and then I think like wow, like I was really kind of mean and rough. And then we talk about it again. And then I just remember why no. I, I said what I said, and you just frustrate me all over again. Oh that, no, that, that's fair. And I do want to say. Um, perhaps I was a bit, um, dogmatic with the assertions that we made in the book. Um, but, um, you know, I think there was another factor involved that really made me upset. And that was that there were certain members of our friend group that accused me of perpetrating anti-gay slander in the book. That did happen. And misogyny in the book. And that does not happen. 
they were members of our friend group who made some really, really um, unfounded claims about what was in the book that were quite offensive, actually. And that's a part of why I got defensive. But I probably could have been uh, more lighthearted. In this is the kind of book that I think would take years of research. You'd have to <laughs> conduct experiments. Right. And you have the people watch for years. Which, and, which we have. And, well, you, okay, but I think you just be like, all right, let's just write everything we saw down last week. Like, everything <laughs> that we saw last week. Like, remember that kid Cheesesteak walked by, and he, like, tripped and fell, but he got himself back up, and then he caught a football? Like that. Like, that's what I want to be. Well, the thing is that the book, actually, we wrote it over the course of the whole semester. Like, it, um, we actually, quite literally. I, it does not read that way. Wow. no so we actually um we sat down on a nightly basis our my second semester senior year of college three three of our our, my roommates and i and we carefully chose every single sentence and that's kind of how we wrote the book if anybody wants a copy would you would you uh, would you be open to that yes so you would you would go you would redistribute this. I would absolutely redistribute. I remember I'll tell you what, I'll I remember you had a moment where you were like shut it down, burn it down, delete the file, open up the computer, get the file out of it. Like, so here here's actually the back. I'm glad you brought that up. So the the backstory behind that is after I was accused of propagating being anti. I I recall someone calling you uh, calling the book sexist. Yes. Or at least offensive. Mm-hmm. Not so much sexist, but. So they were, uh, they could understand how it could be offensive towards some people. Right, right. And after that happened, after the, that series of events, what I was um, shell shocked, I would say, and I was like, wow, perhaps we we wrote this book and really did put some things in there that we didn't mean. And so for a while, I was in the camp that I was going to shut it down and never distribute it again. And then I sent it to my parents and said, hey, can you just take a look at this? Um, And for those of you listening at home, my mother is an ardent feminist, like super feminist. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I stretch the imagination. I'm just saying it as a fact. Um, And she distributed it to some of her friends. Um, We had a few gay people read it, actually. Um, And I remember a great quote from a family friend who was also an ardent feminist, and this is, a, this is a verbatim quote. She said, if someone calls this book misogynist, they wouldn't know misogyny if it leapt up off the floor and smacked them in the face. And my cousin, who is homosexual, who I love very dearly, um, told me that it wasn't offensive. And after that... So if you're offended, you're soft, and you need the book the most. Well said. My only issue is that I didn't feel like the research was real. I didn't feel I was like there's no real science in this. He didn't he didn't like he didn't actually conduct experiments and look at papers and that's my that was only my thing. And also you drew you had a graph with no you had a graph with no numbers and nothing was labeled. Hey, and you had from the um like the point like it was like a it, what am I trying to like an x and y graph. So you had it like go. You had a straight line going up, mm-hmm. like from like the I don't know I don't know the terms, <clears throat> and then you over that straight line 
had a squiggly mm-hmm. line. I know exactly. And you were like, and you were like this. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> and we were like, what it is this? It explains it very clearly in the in the passage beneath what it represents. What he's referring to is the technology effect. And ladies and gentlemen, the technology effect refers to the phenomenon that as we move forth further with technological advances, we become softer. And I'll give you a perfect example. If you're a farmer in 1800 and there are no farming equipment available, you have to go and hand pick everything. You have to do it all by hand. You have to plow the fields using yourself and a, and a donkey or an, an ass, if you will. And hey. <laughs> I could curse, right? We're not cursing. I had to, I had to curse. I don't think we cursed so far. Yeah, I don't think we had, so I so had to that. So that was, uh, took us 32-ish minutes. All right. But well, a little over half an hour. Let, let, me, let me finish this thought for the technology effect. <laughs> but if you fast forward to the year 2000 or 2020, you have all this great farming equipment where you can just basically plow the fields while riding... Uh, a plow, you know, and in and of itself, farming is an extremely not soft action. Excuse me, I had to burp. It's uh, more soft to do it with the plow than it is by hand. That's the technology effect. But and that's so absurd. That oh, it's perfect. It's, why is it absurd? So you think that farmers should be out riding a donkey plowing their fields by hand? No. I think it's, I'm just, we're just merely making the assertion that it's, they were tougher back then. They were less soft. They were harder back then. They were less soft. They were hard. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So that's what the technology effect is. And that's what that graph shows. <laughs> and the thing is, we, here's, and I think we need to transition to video games. I was just going to say. Perfect. We have, so. Yeah. Give us some background. So Kieran has this like little shtick. I don't know if it's like a bit. I don't know if it's like you know. I don't know if this is like some some game he's playing or if he got hit in the head. But he has decided, I guess, not terribly long ago, a few years ago, that he is just gonna be like a dad, but not like any dad, like a dad from like a dad from like 1937. Mm. Like he is gonna just reject everything. And like, <laughs> that's not accurate. <laughs> that's so inaccurate. Unless you're sitting reading a newspaper, you're wasting away. No, like, no, no, that's not accurate. So okay, that's extreme. But he wants to be like a dad. Like I called him, like I called you Coach Dad the other day, mm-hmm. and I think that went right to your head. Yeah. And I think it you did. probably you probably have that hanging on your wall, just Coach Dad. And every day when you wake up, you just touch the sign. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be Coach Dad today. That's right. Just like every day. I do. And so that's kind of like your thing. Which, beloved basketball coach I hear. Yes. Everyone's favorite basketball coach. Coach Everyone K. And in... soccer coach. But where did you coach basketball again? I coached basketball in Bridgeport, Connecticut in an inner city league. Bridgeport, Connecticut's most beloved basketball coach. I believe his, uh, I believe there's a, a mural of him in the gym that he was coaching in. Uh, uh No. Well, they're not gonna go. They're, they're not gonna go investigate this. They'll be like, oh, well. So, what was I talking about? Oh, right. So you, so half of our friends, more, more than only half. me oh, and only, you, only us two. Every so and Ben, but well, Ben, come on, <laughs> Ben. If for those of you who don't know Ben, he ran away, he cut actually, himself off. Breaking he, news. Breaking news. Ben, as of this morning, actually moved to New York City. Wow. Yeah. That is breaking news. Yeah. This should be like an off-air conversation. 
All right, we'll talk about it. Nope, later. we started it. So Ben, oh, if, if you don't know who Ben is, which I'm sure almost none of you don't know who Ben is, because actually all, all my, my only listeners are my friends. Ben is in our friend group and an avid member of our friend group, and he went to college in Canada, and that apparently was a huge mistake because he just <laughs> broke, he, something snapped, he cut us all off, and he went off the grid, and he ran away, and then he came home, and then he ran away again, and none of us but Kieran have talked to him, and Kieran cornered him in his basement a couple weeks ago. That's true. Forced, forced Ben to hang out with Kieran, and now Kieran has, or Ben has moved to New York. So, yep. if anybody cares more about that, maybe I'll have like a, like a Ben episode. Yeah, it could be a Ben episode. Or, so we'll have a Ben episode, and then we'll have like a what's your book called again? The Official Guide to Softness. You send me that, I'll read it. We'll break it down. Okay. But for now. But for now, so Kieran, so everyone in our friend group plays video games. Dialects four streamer. Dialects four on Twitch. Nerd. Great, great streamer. Nerd. Kieran's going to hate this, but everyone needs to go check him out. Nerd. I pop in his chat all the time. Just kidding, Dan. I love you. And Callum, who's been on Dialects. Callum is Manny D. Hilarious. And V-A-N-E-Y-D. For all you filthy animals out there. <laughs> check him out, too. Ballyache. He's That's Kevin Higgins. And Kevin Higgins makes our merch. And we got our first... Uh, I made my first money. My nice. First, I made my first ever monies today off of merch, so that's kind of exciting. So congratulations! Kevin, thank you very much. I'm gonna. It's he vemoed it to me. I'll, I'll print it out somehow, hang it on the wall. I'm not gonna hang up the, the money. I need. I want to spend it. Mm-hmm. Come on. But I'll take a screenshot. It's on the wall. But uh, check out Ballyake. He's a streamer as well. But the point of this is all of our friends are gamers, and Kieran walks in the group chat and just shits at all of them, and then he leaves the group chat for like three days. Yes. I set the record straight. I'm anti-video games in general. The fact that I get to make fun of my friends is just a bonus. Um, I, I'm just... Here's the thing. Joe, Callum, Dan, Carter, Jason, all of you video gamers listening, I want you to hear me loud and clear. You're not the problem. You're not the problem. You and are a product of the problem. So you should, you should also be put down. Not my words. <laughs> not my words. You are not the problem. The reason you're not the problem is because you guys are already active. You guys are physically active. You're all you know, successful, doing your thing, um, and moving forward with your life in a positive fashion, bettering yourself and, and putting out good things into the world. And the reason that is is because you grew up in a time where streaming didn't exist where Fortnite didn't exist. You grew up going outside. You grew up doing things that kids should do, hopping fences, riding bikes, playing sports, enjoying being a kid in the only way kids should. The problem that I have is that kids these days, growing up in 2020, don't know that. All they'll do is play Fortnite. All they'll do is stay inside. And across America, intramural sports are dying. And video games is the reason. It's because kids don't know how to go outside anymore. And I've talked to several parents, and they've all told me the same thing, with young kids, that is. They've all told me that their kids and their friends don't get the same level of face-to-face interaction that we did when we were kids. And it's creating a generation of socially incompetent nerds. I, if Dan, so... 
I feel like I should ask Dan to put music behind that. You were crying during that. A, te- a, a, sing- a single tear came from came and it wasn't a, and it wasn't his tear. <laughs> it was a tear from older America. Mm. <laughs> America just cried through Kieran. But that so that I imagine he wrote that speech the second I told him he'd come on the show. And I practiced it in my mirror like that. I believe it. I totally believe it. He was sitting in his car before he came inside. <laughs> That's true. Just hoping I would, I would, I would move the conversation there. <laughs> but uh, so th- but that that is why I have I have a problem. Here's with you. here's the thing. I'm sending this to Dan Dialect mm-hmm. Four Good. to edit. Mm-hmm. He could just cut the whole. He won't because he's like super great about it. But I should tell you know what? Maybe I'll ask him to put a nice little like. Like a nice tune. I want you to put that. the Pledge of Allegiance or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> I'll put, I, we, we can make that happen. I'll like I'll like put that speech over like a video of just the flag waving. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and the thing is, if if someone like me doesn't exist, if someone like me doesn't exist, that 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 lambasts the video gamers of the world, then they get to run free. And I we, can't allow that. We need to catch all the gamers. <laughs> yes, and we need to make and fun of them. We all, need to make fun of them and bully. We need to put them all on a dodgeball court. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you win, you get your Xbox back. But the secret is, you don't get your Xbox back. No, I you get smash it back it. in pieces. Yeah, I <laughs> smash it with a baseball. Karen will mail you a piece of your Xbox. Yes. every week. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Learn how to build an Xbox, then you can have one. No, it's true. It's honestly true. <laughs> Like the although thing, these gaming these game these PC gamers a lot of them built their own computers, people still game on PCs. Yeah, that's like huge. Now. That's like the market now. Like PC, I could be all wrong, but I think PC is like kind of like that's like the thing, because Dan streams on his PC, and are you? Well, you you so you guys can't see this. Kieran's giving me this look, like and his jaws twitching. He's like grinding. I didn't his even know teeth. I was doing it. He's like grinding his teeth in anger. <laughs> I didn't even know I was doing it. I, I almost even... just left. I almost just stopped recording. I think I might have got crazy eyes. Yeah, crazy yeah. Eyes? I was. Okay. It, 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 that was terrifying. But yeah, so like Dan streams on his computer. Callum and Joe do not. But like a lot of the big gamers, like Ninja, Ugh. he that's a PC. You know, they're all everyone. So Fortnite is a lot easier. I've been told. On a PC, and that's where Dan plays. Dan plays all his games on PC, and Dan's pretty good. He's pretty good. I'm sure he is. Calm sucks. Nice. No, I'm kidding, Calm. You're great. Well, the, the again, like Dan is a physical trainer. He's Dan very is. In shape. Dan is. Dan's very. He's, he's pretty hot. Dan's in great. Well, he's short. <laughs> he's he is short. So but he's a little Italian guy. He's a, that's true. He's a little Italian guy. But we we love Dan. Dan's in great shape. For those of you who don't know Dan that are listening to this, he's in great shape. He's a, he's a PT. You know, he's doing great things, and I fully support that. So, again, even though Dan streams and he's huge into video games, he's not the problem. It's the kids. It's America's youth and America's future Basically, that are going to be compromised. if you're born with asthma, you should maybe be sent to a camp and just waste away. No, <laughs> that that is not the message. I mean, kids with asthma play sports. That's what golf's for. No, I'm just kidding. Kids with asthma do play sports, though. Sure, I, mean, I think Dan yeah. had asthma. There you go. You grew out of asthma. Is that something you grew out? I did not have asthma. People, no, no I'm but, saying in general. I honestly don't know. Because people have children, they grew out of their asthma. 
You your body might adjust to it, but Maybe. if Dan does that, Dan's a good soccer player, and you know Dan's an athletic guy, and again he's a very physical job because he's a PT and he has asthma. Asthma, albeit you know, very difficult thing to overcome, and I'm not invalidating that by any stretch of the imagination. It's not an excuse to become a hermit and play Fortnite. So, so it's funny because this is another thing that you've written about. Mm-hmm. You when you get these angry when you get angry about the youth, you just I'm gonna write papers. I'm gonna write books. Oh. I'm gonna write, and like, for for who? Like, well, the the <laughs> I wrote one um for I am currently in grad school at LaSalle University for health nerd. policy. Nerd, yeah, nerd. But at least I don't play video games. You and used to be really huge in games. I, I I actually I liked Madden. I have a theory. Okay, you're mad at video games because we all grew up and got PlayStation's and Xbox ones. <laughs> And you stayed on your PS2 or your PS1 or your GameCube or whatever you had. And you were like, and you were like, Mom, can you, Mom, can you buy me a PlayStation? Oh, actually, it was a 360 at this point. Mom, can you give me an Xbox 360 or a PS3? And then your mom was like, absolutely not, Kieran. You are not the favorite. Uh, <laughs> no way am I buying anything. And then you were like, well... I will hate everyone who plays video games forever. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, Danny, there's actually, I I think like two percent of that story is true. You just told because <laughs> but there is some truth. There is actually a little bit. And I'll tell you why. Because when I was in middle school, I had a PlayStation Two, and all my friends did get an Xbox 360, and they played together like Call of Duty when like the first Call of Duty. I think it was. Modern Warfare. I don't, I don't know. know. I played very little. I did have it. I mostly played FIFA. Okay. But when when it, it first became, when you first had the capability to play with your friends. Oh, that was massive. That was that huge. That was huge. But I didn't have an Xbox 360, and my friends at school, when I was, this was in middle school, mind you, they actually became obsessed with Xbox. And I am not using that term loosely. I'm really not. And they actually used to chant to an Xbox, I can specifically remember a day where one of my classmates brought in their Xbox to school and they bowed down to it. That is that happened. That is phenomenal. That's pathetic. That is that is hilarious. It's they good. should have. But they should be they, mutilated so they can't kids. reproduce. They were kids. They were kids. They should still be mutilated. So like they can't now, reproduce. if that ha- and now if that happened, if that happened now, it would have to be ironic. Like no, I don't think anyone would seriously bow down to an Xbox right now. First of all, Dialects 4. Also, per, all, play, <laughs> PlayStation 4 is kind of, I think no one bowed down to an Xbox now. I think PlayStation 4 is kind of winning. I think PlayStation is kind of winning the battle. Is it? I don't know. Good for Xbox. They can fade away into non-existence. Which well, that's, good, for, good for America. Right. Yeah. Take that, Gates. Nerds. Take that, Bill Gates. Is he? I or, he isn't that Microsoft? Microsoft? Yeah. Isn't, isn't, isn't Xbox Microsoft? Uh, if, if it is, then I owe Bill Gates a punch in the face. Nerd. Bill Gates, I know you're listening. I know, <laughs> I know you're listening. Bill Gates, I know you are listening. If you want to come and kick Kieran's ass, I'll set it up. I'll film it. It'll be Harper in the Podcast first video podcast. I'll film it, and then after, so you guys can be like the title fight. Mm-hmm. I'll fight Callum. To win the no, crowd you have to out. fight Joe. I listen. <laughs> you have to. I do Joe. have to fight Joe. But there was a debate last weekend. Because everybody thinks Vainy D could kick my ass. Really? No way he's kicking my ass. Callum, no way. And I actually want to do this. I actually have this idea now. 
that I want to do. And I want to set up like a like a boxing type thing where you at, I, I, this is what I want to do. At the end of every month, you anyone if anyone listening, I want to make this open to the public, you and like your best friends. Like if you like like for example, me and Callum, one of my best friends on the planet. Like absolutely fucking love that guy. One of my best friends on the planet. I'll I'll knock him out. I don't care. I'll fight him. And I and I think every friend group has this like debate. I think every friend group has this fight of like who could beat who. I want to set it up where you you and your friend like maybe like the last Saturday every month, you and your friend can all come to my boxing ring that I'm gonna that I'm gonna have one day, and you could just go to town and I'll make an event all night long. But you have to be like friends with that person, and after the fight. You have to like just get a beer or whatever with them. Like you have to, like it's gonna be like a thing. Like, you can't hate them. Like no love loss in this at all. Just a strictly physical. I think I can kick your ass. You know, I want to do that. So you I'll won't. take I'll take on Joe. Well, I need money, so I probably won't. Mm. Well, I won't right away. If I if this takes off though, if this takes off, if this I, takes off, then boxing companies are gonna do really well because danny is gonna buy a lot of boxing if harper <laughs> if harper the podcast takes off like the way it's taken like the way like barstool is taken off or rooster teeth is taken off if i get the iu do not know who that is at all no but that's continue okay. but go ahead if i if this just becomes a thing where i become like a millionaire from it that's one of the things i'm going to do you it's box bar you can just box your friends you can go in the ring and you can kick your best friends. No strangers. You can't like just challenge a random person. You can't. Yeah, because right, that's what boxing. That's what boxing. <laughs> that's is. Boxing this isn't sport. about. This isn't about boxing. This is right. about kicking your friend's ass right, and getting right, a beer right, after. Right, right. So, like Callum, I'll take him on. I'll knock him out. Joe, I'll put in a headlock. Well, that's illegal in boxing. I don't care. It's fucking. It's so me. Is there is there a ref? Yeah, it's fucking whatever Are I you say. The ref? Goes. Danny's I, I, the ref. I'm not reffing him. If I'm Dan- in that ring, whatever I say goes. Danny's it's the my ring. Danny's the potentate it's, of it's this a, program. It's my <laughs> ring. Whatever I say go. Ref can take a break when I'm up there. It's fine. <laughs> but so that's what I want to do. So if if you're listening and you have a best friend or someone in your friend group you're tight with and you just want to kick their ass and they equally have to want to kick your ass. So oh. like like if I challenge Callum. And he says no, then it's not happening. Like both people would be like, yeah, I want to do that. I want to whoop your ass. That's. I think this could take off. I think you. I think you could too. Because but even, even behind closed doors, doors, I'm gonna. They do like a similar. Yeah, they thing. have rough and rowdy. They have, just, yeah, I couldn't remember what it was not called. Not It's not the same premise, but I think it has some similar shades. Like they pretty much take average Joes and put them in the ring together. Yeah. But they they're not friends prior. I don't believe. I don't know how that works. I only ever watched it once, and only. Because it's on the background of a pregame. I actually don't watch it, and I love Barstool, let that be known, but I, I publicly disavow Rough and Rowdy because it's actually a sort of a disgusting event. Like, I watched it once, and I can recall they brought in this woman who was ex- quite obese, um, and um, they put her in this, like, tiny bikini. And it oh, was, it's Rough and Rowdy. Right, but was it was rowdy. like it was like Bart, and she like took a, a between fights. She like took a gallon of milk, and she Gross. went on the the uh, ring, and she just poured the milk on herself. And I want you to envision that it's not pretty, and I, it was quite <laughs> barbaric in a way. Like I think Barstool, one of the assets it has is it, it sort of appeals to the primitive side of us, um, and it's not exactly intellectual content, but that's the draw of it. 
you know, that's what separates it. But this, I, rough and rowdy is a little over the line. I think it's it's quite, it's, it's barbarism. That being said, Callum, <laughs> Callum I'll kick your ass. Or Ooh. at least, okay, not even in the sense of I'm sitting here and saying I'm going to beat you. I'll kick your ass in the sense that if you want to come fight me, dude, like, it's on. And if you are listening and you have a friend who you want to fight. Those just, are fighting words, man. Just think about it. Those are fighting just words, Just think Callum. about it. Just think about it. Here's, here's, I'll give you something else, Calm. Two words. You won't. What's funny is that we actually discussed this already, and like you would. Okay. I, I ran this all by him. Oh, okay. So then do it. Well, you know, in the Oxford Valley Mall, they have a boxing ring now. Do they really? Yeah. That they, they are just reaching. They really are. Malls are sad. just reaching. They really for are. Well, it's not out Remember when malls had fountains in them? Yes, I do. They well, can't the the Shamley the Mall still has one. They can't. Well, the Shamley Mall had a carousel in it. True. Does it, it still? I don't know. I wouldn't know. I actually. Was... I only ever go there for IMAX. Right. And they get kicked out of Models, which I fucked up in the past. <laughs> um. What was I gonna say? Oh, it's the boxing ring at Oxford Valley Mall is not on the main plaza. It's in a. It's like a shop. Like they have a boxing. When, when shop. was the last time you were there? Uh, well, it's across from the T-Mobile store, and I went there to get my new phone. So yeah. That's also really huge. You got a new phone. Because yes. You live. You the you know if people haven't guessed by now about you. The old ways. Yeah. Like, I'm all I'm a, I'm what they call in the marketing world. This is a good vocab word for you listening. A laggard, L A G G A R D, a laggard, and that's someone who actively does not um, participate in the new technological updates. He's like a hipster. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Let the record show. I'm the I am not a I'm very anti hipster. If anything, what I want you to do is I want you to picture an old sixty nine, nice, your old grandfather, who always emphasizes building things and going outside and rubbing dirt on your injuries. That's who I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kieran's kind of a, a lot sometimes. Yes. A lot to take this, is, this is why I think he's all on Gale's podcast. He ha- well, yes and no. <laughs> well, because I thought, like, I can't, I don't want, I can't talk to somebody's grandpa for an hour and a half. Right. That's but, true. And it's and we're cutting on an hour, and it's just wow, I'm getting exhausted. Right, I can't even imagine how the <laughs> listener feels right now. No one's listening. That's Only Katie true. is still listening. Hey, babe. <laughs> Love you, babe. <laughs> hey, Katie, you come on too one time. I and by the way, it's certainly coming full circle. I appreciated, you know, your approval of Katie. Oh, you know, she's well, you said welcome. she's light, and she is a delight. She's lovely, and she, you know, she. Uh, has done a good job of conversing with my friends and and really blending in well to the friend groups. And I no longer have to pity laugh at your weirdness because she just does it for real. Yeah, she does it for, right, right. <laughs> Huge weight off my shoulders to is... entertain you. <laughs> that is that's one of the biggest duties <laughs> as my friend. Yeah, seriously, you say some dumb shit sometimes. It's like ah, oh, Karen, but now Katie's like she eats it up. She does. It's great. I won the lottery. <laughs> I won the lottery, and you know. Again, I want to reiterate, I'm not tall, I'm not rich, I got lucky. And for those of you men out there who aren't rich, or famous, or tall, or lucky, you might as well start looking to found a company. Because that's, that's oh, your only still shot. Doing things. I don't know why you felt like you need to whisper something. Like, was... It's personable. Okay. 
But for those of you who are tall, congratulations. You've won the genetic lottery. You just sound like just like a bitter old man on this show. <laughs> like, like I'm surprised that you are willingly talking into a microphone connected to a mixer connected to a laptop. Like I don't know. I don't I don't even know what this is. This could be Martian technology. Yeah. <laughs> like like he thought he thought we were just gonna go sit outside in a public place and just yell this interview. Yes, just whoever yes. whoever's thought, walking by <laughs> just pick, might pick something up. I thought we were gonna get on a box and just say, "Hear ye, hear yeah. ye." He, he he wrote all this down on a scroll. I did, and was just gonna read it in public. Yes, yes. Oh, one thing I do want to talk to you before we wrap this up. Oh, we have all we have all day. Okay, we'll wrap it up well, soon. I I want to say this. Um, heartburn. Uh, is actually a colloquial nickname for a disease called GERD, which stands for gastroesophageal reflux disease. And what it is, is it's actually a mechanical issue in your body. So, you know, picture the uh, valve that connects your stomach to your esophagus. Um, Your epiglottis. Is that what it's called? Well, I have this disease you're describing. Right. And my epiglottis does not close all the way. That's what it is. So it comes up. And I'm just like, no, come on. I'm having, like, I'm having like a nice time. Let me enjoy my pasta. Right. You know? And then Heartburn just says, Heartburn says. And Heartburn's like, hey, we're doing an episode right now. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So why are you telling us this? Just, you know, to add a little, you know, scientific <laughs> element. Because you have to learn. Because you, you need to learn. Get off. Put the video game controller down and go outside. When, I can only imagine how you were as a, as a, as a sports coach. Oh. Putting the fun in fun in fundamentals or maybe taking the fun out of fundamentals <laughs> <laughs> no but here's something interesting. he said listen kids there's something called fundamentals i want you to scratch it it's just mentals <laughs> now all right ain't nothing fun about this go run eight laps all right go and then he would point at the fat kid and he said you have to run a lap until you lose a pound don't talk to me don't talk to me i can't hear you what you're saying until you lose yeah weight. when you I, so it's funny. I, so I am a larger person. And, but when I was a kid, I was fatter. I was even, like, I, like, I was even fatter. And I had no muscle, so it was disgusting. Oh, and I, no. I know, right? And I would get, like, bullied for it. But, like, I'm, I'm glad. I would get bullied. But honestly, if I didn't get bullied, I would be not where I am today. I have a podcast now. Right. Every, who, every, who doesn't strive to be where I'm at right now? I have a podcast oh. that has made about $3. Wow. Who doesn't want to be me right now? You're also you're six foot. I'm like six foot. I'm just one on the good. I'm just one in the morning. Okay. But uh, uh, what was I saying? All right. So I I remember we, I would go and play basketball across the street with a neighborhood kid, and I remember someone like made a joke. So my shoe was untied, and so I made a joke that I jumped, and my untied shoelace did not even leave the ground. <laughs> like I, they they joked they were like your shoelace did not even leave the ground when you jumped and i was like now i'm gonna strive to jump so high that my untied shoelaces will leave the ground i probably can't i probably gave up right away i probably went inside and ate a cheeseburger <laughs> but, but but now but i just imagine you just like telling your kid like hey listen untie your shoes and until you can jump high enough that your shoelace leaves the ground you have to keep running you know it's it's a great thing coaching and it's been one of the most fulfilling <laughs> one of the most fulfilling things i've ever done and i was just making this, these kids cry man it is just no we, the kids the kids loved us we I, i'm a players coach i coached with my roommates uh, basketball in, in bridgeport as we had said earlier in the show uh these are the same roommates that i wrote the official guidance office with 
And I have to give, I have to tell a very quick anecdote of one of my roommate, Jimmer, who said like the most amazing thing to like a five-year-old kid ever. So this is a true story. We had this one kid named Connor, and I'm name dropping him because I want you guys to identify him and make. Well, as long as you don't give last name, I don't know his last name. Good. It wasn't worth knowing. And so <laughs> I'm just Connor. Kidding. If your mom's looking at us, his name was Connor, and he <laughs> was so bad. Like uh, this is basketball terrible. or soccer? Basketball. He was so bad, and he was, like, timid, and he always wanted to come off the court and ride the bench, and during the, when he was on the bench, he would say, you know, how long till the game's over, and, like, just didn't want to be there, and he, he was just terrible, and so one how day, old was he? he's probably, like, six, <laughs> six or seven. And Grow so, up, Connor. Seriously. You're a man <laughs> you, now. You can make decisions now. You're six. Right. Tie your shoes, get in the game. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. And so this is a true story. One day, we were at this game, and Connor comes up to my co-coach, Jimmer, who's, by the way, cut from the same cloth I am. You know, similar, similar yeah, values yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. From 1900, right. when that cloth is made. Right. Exactly. And still going <laughs> strong. And so Connor... Comes up to my co-coach and tugs him on the sh- on the shirt, and we were losing at this point. And he says, "Coach Jimmer, my daddy said if I play well, we get to go to Dairy Queen afterwards." And Jimmer says, "Well, I guess you're not getting Dairy Queen, Connor." <laughs> that's phenomenal. That's, that's, I mean, it was amazing. It was the most. <laughs> was this was it was it was this a big kid? Was he like oh, was he overweight? Connor? No, he was he's a twig. Ugh. He was a freaking twig, and but I real talk. The, the kids loved us. Like we were players, coaches. We, we I'm a, a football jersey collector, um, as some of you may know, and as are my roommates. And we did a program where well, a program. It was an initiative, an initiative <laughs> where throughout the course of the season we went and collected um, youth football jerseys because we wore football jerseys to every game, each of us. And at the end of the season, we gave each kid a football jersey, and we got a team picture. And and that was something that really, really resonated with the kids. And they, they loved us. They really did. I, I know I sound horrible. I, I sound like a dictator, but they, the, the, kid, the kids really did love <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, you never gave me a football jersey. And actually, yeah, you're right. I'll give you one. Oh, thanks. I will. Thanks. I'm just the afterthought now. Yeah. My birthday's coming up. Right. You have no. I, I don't know when that is. I'll probably forget. Months. I'll probably forget. You don't know when my birthday is? August twenty seventh. No. I, I, Are you kidding not. me? It's May. All right. It's May twenty second. No, close. May twentieth. No. Just this don't. is embarrassing. I know yours. August eighth. Well. So that's hard for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. You, you, yes. No. You're right. You, you kind of. Well, you have a few months to remember it. Is it also a true story? When I was coaching soccer, when I lived in Las Vegas. You did live in Las Vegas for like six months. That's true. You just couldn't wait to get out of there. I, I, that's true. You moved out there, and you were like, I don't know why anybody ever moved west, because this is horrible. Right. Pretty much. The 49ers made no sense to you. No. They, no, they should have looked for gold elsewhere. They should have <laughs> just, just, they just dead, dead, yeah. dug harder. Why would anybody come out here? This yeah, is horrible. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I coached soccer in Vegas. And um, three sets of parents actually asked me to do personal training with their kids. Gross. They actually wanted me to spend more time with their kids. Believe it or not. Wow. That. So. Mm-hmm. Did they do the background checks on you? Make yes. Sure you guys, um, yes. That's they did, and I passed them. Somehow. Well, yeah. <laughs> well maybe we shouldn't say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He definitely doesn't. 
do anything illegal no. that I know of. I don't even think he knows how to do illegal things. No. So. No, I I have, I have totally clean background. You and also you did a cool thing too, and I don't know I don't know if we talk about this enough. But I I think it's really cool. You went out for um, Las Vegas Lights. I did, which is a USL soccer team. Mm-hmm. And so Kieran, very good at soccer, great yeah. at soccer, super Decent. athlete, super athlete, and uh, he went out for and he met Eric Winalda, which I'm sure, you know, a lot of you probably don't know who that is. Because you're not a soccer nut. I'm a soccer nut. Kieran's a soccer nut. Played for the U.S. men's national team. Kieran not me. Eric Ronaldo. Yeah, just, Eric Ronaldo. Eric Ronaldo. <laughs> but you met him. You tried out for the team and you met us. That was super cool. What happened there? Was that a heartburn story there, not making the team? You know, I actually had no expectation of making the team. And it was only $20 to try out. And I always It's a scam. It's a scam. No, it wasn't a scam. It wasn't a scam. There, there, were, there were people. They took it seriously. Um, and we got to play on the stadium, which was also cool. That's pretty cute. And, um, you know, actually the funny thing is I did pretty decent at the tryout. So the way it worked is they segmented the lights field and it's a proper stadium, by the way, it's like a big stadium. They segmented the field into, I think five or six mini fields and going horizontally. And, um, they had a scout like perched on each field to watch the games and they would basically rotate in and out like 6v6 games. So there would be several players on the side of each individual field. And after 5-10 minutes or so of playing, they would rotate in another wave of people. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I have gone to tryouts and got cut before I know how it works. <laughs> well, I, I for the record, I was, as Danny said, I, I did not make the team. But when um, basically how it worked is when you went to the tryout and you played like and if you weren't if the scout deemed you not good enough they would you know say as you were walking off the field like you know thanks for coming out you know come come back next year mm-hmm. you know enjoy the free we everyone got a free ticket by the way for the game yeah. you know enjoy enjoy the game or whatever and if they said nothing to you um, they wanted to see you again before they give you a wristband which means they want you to stay for the next like round mm-hmm. of tryouts right and so i a lot of people got cut after their first game, and my first game went in, and I didn't get cut. Good. Did a wristband? No, uh, I, n- I never got a wristband. Uh, Most people didn't get a wristband. See. The wristband was the last, like, 50 or so. I, I believe it was 50. So you saw and, people get wristbands? Yes. What was your reaction? Like, oh, nice. Awesome. I, a few of them I felt like were kind of unwarranted. Like, a few, I'm not, like, invalidating them as players, but, like, a few of them, like, like you, things, like you were better than them? Just as good. And they would do things like fancy or something that just uh, come off yeah. in front of the coach. And they yeah. got a wristband. But they, I got to play in three games, which was cool. So they didn't cut me the first time. And then I played in the second game. And they still wanted to see me again. So a lot of people had gotten cut at that point. Because mind you, there are four other games happening. Yeah. So a lot of people were leaving. Yeah. And then the third time, um, the scout was like, I was wearing a Pharaohs shirt, and for those of you who don't or who know us, I, we, we make British impressions a lot. And I was wearing the shirt that said Pharaohs, and I was on the sideline, and he goes, "Oi, Pharaohs!" <laughs> and like called me onto the field, which I thought was very cool. that's that's great. Yeah, so that's he, the he, highlight of the year. It was it was pretty Oi, cool. And Pharaohs. He, he called me yes. onto the field. <laughs> yes, Mister. <laughs> yes, Mister. Mister. <laughs> and then I actually I don't know if I I told you this, but I actually scored a goal in front of him. 
Wow. Eric and Alda did came he, over. Did he, uh... No, he, I think he was like he was just having a conversation with uh, the uh, with the with but the he saw it, was there. He did see it. Good. He definitely saw it. Um, but you know, unfortunately, I, I didn't. I didn't make. I was. I was basically the last person, one of the last people to get cut before the before their wristband. Getting precisely. Out. Before precisely. their wristband ceremonies. Rice. 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 Damn, Rice. Can't <laughs> yes. fix that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can fix that one, Dan. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how it went down. It was it was a really cool experience, honestly. And the other thing is, when I tried out, I hadn't touched a soccer ball for like a month. Wow, that's a long time for you. Yeah, well, because um, I played in the intramural soccer league up there, and the league ended like way before the trials. Right, so. right, right. And then you were like, well, didn't work out. Better move back home. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Try out for the yeah. DC Defenders or yeah. something. Yeah, <laughs> XFL. We're, yeah. we're in there, boys. Mm-hmm. But uh, And then I have another – this is a story that's really funny that you were a part of. And this is – I think this should be Colin's – Colin Murphy. I think this should – he was on last episode. I think this should be his next heartburn story. Mm-hmm. We were playing pickup basketball uh, a few <laughs> weeks – actually, probably like a couple months ago at this point, December – and uh, so I I suck at basketball. I don't really enjoy playing basketball. I love watching basketball. Like I love the NBA. I don't like playing it. And but, but the friends convinced me. They convinced me to play. All right, whatever. I'll go play. But I'm gonna be captain. I'm gonna pick my team. And so me and another kid were captain. And so beforehand, going onto the court, we like we kind of just took this court. Like there were kids playing a pickup game. And they were like, they we walked over. There were like five of us in the group, maybe yeah, five. There were five of us in the group, and um, and so they were like, oh yeah, you guys can just like join a team and jump in. But they wanted to play like ten v ten. No, they wanted to play five v five and do whole full court. That was the issue, and there were too many people. There were too many. No, but there were so, there. no, there were so they wanted. Oh, so they wanted people sitting. They wanted a ton of people. Oh, I, because I, I thought that was the I, issue. Because I think someone was like, oh, well, then you'd be sitting, and then I think they were like, no, just jump on. Like, no, I'm not doing that. But so we just like took half the court, and they were like, you're not going to take half the court, but we're like, we we're on it, we have it. Mm-hmm. We took half the court. You yeah. guys did nothing about it. You're right. all soft. Yeah. And nice. Thanks. And there were these two other kids that had to have been like 11, <laughs> and. Mm-hmm. They were like 11 or 12, and the one kid was from Colorado that's just visiting for some odd reason. And they were like, we like kind of, they, they like wanted to play, and they kind of just like take, like came on outside of the courts. So we're like, okay, whatever, we'll, we'll like adopt these kids. And uh, Isaac and, no, not Isaac, Colin, Colin. Was it Nate? What was the other kid's name? I don't know. There was a kid named Colin. The only reason I know, remember his name is because our friends named Colin. So whatever, I'm picking teams. And so I picked, I picked, I picked Kieran, who, so you went way too late in the draft, I think. You went way too – you should have been one or two in the draft. Thank you. You you killed it out there. The way you showed up are other non-athletic friends. <laughs> and No, just kidding. Everyone's super athletic. But it got to the point where it was only Colin and these two kids left. And Colin was just like – he said – like it was my pick. And Colin was like, oh, come on. Just take me so we can play. And I'm like, you should not have said that, buddy. Mm-hmm. No way, pal. And then I said, I'll take Colin. And then they were like, which Colin? There's two Collins. And I said, ha-ha. And then I went over to their captain. I was like, listen, <laughs> give me these two. Let me package deal these two, like, 11-year-olds. And you can have Colin. And then the other captain was like, yeah, idiot. You can take both of them. I don't care. I don't want them. And then you, Coach coach Dad Kieran, was like, listen, you're going to stick on these guys like glue. And you coached those two kids, and they were pretty good. They were pretty and good. And Colin, one if of, you're one listening. Of them made, one of them made the winning shot. 
He did, and I passed it to him. So good for me. And I said, shoot it, and I yelled like an idiot. No, you had uh, you had a lot of you had a lot of steals. Oh, I was I was a defensive beast. You were. You oh were. my god, I couldn't make a. I think I made one shot the whole game. It was a three because that's all I do. But you know, <laughs> little flex. <laughs> go right big there. or go home. Little flex. Yeah. <laughs> but Colin, if you're listening, I picked two 11 year olds over you, and and it paid off. So middle finger to you, buddy. Yeah, that's that's a pretty big like. I don't want to say like it's emasculating, but like you were picked last. You were picked you are, last. You are 23 years old, and we picked two. They can't even combine <laughs> your age. Those two people, and you still won. <laughs> we still up. And granted, we had the numbers, but they had the height and the heart. Well, no, I'm saying the other team had the height. We had oh, the heart. Oh, right, right. We they were the good. They were playing like they had something to prove. Mm-hmm. That's right. So and they did. So that was our good deed, making those two little kids. Build their spirits. It was it was our good deed building their spirits and breaking Colin's heart. Breaking Colin down <laughs> is so fun for me. Colin, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah, enjoy the episode, Colin. You dick. <laughs> I, I this actually feels good for me because I feel like in the previous episodes of Harper in the podcast, uh, I've been the one that's been uh, you know kind of the villain. True. I was actually just gonna think before we wrap this up for real. You you have. A funny line came from mine and Callum's episode where you did the thing that's unspeakable that makes you sad, but obviously I've touched upon it. You hooked up with Callum's crush, and you and me, and Callum's cool with it, and you have to understand that Callum's cool with it. And Callum said the line, or I said the line, of you, you did it for him or something. Because <laughs> you were like, if I didn't do it, someone else was going to do it. <laughs> right, right, right. So you're like, aren't you glad that it was like yeah. your best friend? Yeah, it's all good, man. <laughs> no, that, that truly was a, a horrible, horrible, heinous thing that I did. And, you know, I, it still does haunt me. And it will always haunt me. It was it was really, really a bad thing. It was probably the worst thing I've ever done. But it's just funny that it's you hooked up with him. With, with her, him, with you, I, there was no him major plot up. twist. You everyone know <laughs> you hooked up with that girl mm-hmm. for Catling, and for that we thank you. Yes. All right. Uh, okay. I'll accept <laughs> that. But no, yeah, it was it was a terrible thing that I did. I regret it. Um, <laughs> but I I will say her name was never dropped, right? No, I don't believe okay, so. Okay, good. We're not gonna drop. We her won't name. ever say but her name. I just want to say she. I was a a young man. I was I was a young man in his prime. I was not I was a young man. How old were how old I was were probably we? seventeen. And I was still like discovering what girls were. You know, we weren't we were not like the jocks who got all the girls in high school. True, we were not disgusting. Even close. We were probably closer to outcasts. That also didn't help I didn't even realize you you were you didn't even join our high school till high school. That's true. I didn't, I didn't know I didn't you until ninth grade. grade. Right. I only knew of you. I, you were like I didn't even know you existed. Callum would talk about you and I would think no way. <laughs> because he would talk. So you, you and Callum are both very British. Like your parents are British. Mm-hmm. Everyone's British. Everyone's from Britland. And <laughs> Callum would talk about you. I'm like, no way. There's this other like, like of course Callum would just find the other British family, right, to befriend their kid, right. But so I didn't even know you. I knew of you. It's funny because I knew who you were. Like I knew about you since like fifth grade or sixth grade, but I didn't meet you until ninth grade through right. other people, right. Right. That's so funny. And here we are. Here but, but but yeah, I I was still we we weren't like having girls, you know, we weren't pushing girls off of us, you know. Yeah. If oh you my catch God. my judge, it's really hard for us to get women. 
And she, this girl is physically well endowed. You know, she's even, a, I didn't think so when we were kids. Now though, oh my god. Well, regardless, I'm not going to speak to that. But, no, I will. Um, she is. She is fine. But she, no, she grabbed. Very pretty. She grabbed my man sausage underneath the she table. She touched. She touched his bathing suit area. No one has at that point. Nobody had ever done that before. Yeah. So he and he. So that was it. That's all. That, that was, was really it. Good. Like I, I he, was like. Because that happened, and then he had to run to the shower and just clean up. Yeah, Wait, that actually is. That's what that happened. I thought there was no. a lot more. You took her back to your place. You thought you were already no. at your place. No, we were not at my place. Oh, okay. We were at, we were at a different kid's house. I did not know that. I, I wasn't invited to these parties. Well, the point of the story is it was a very bad thing to do, but I was a horny 17-year-old <laughs> who didn't know what a girl was yet. And I'm still don't know. <laughs> I'm 23 years old. Still fingering it. I still have no idea. Well, you're good because you're tall. Well, you're six foot. Mm. Yeah, I'm six foot. I'm six one in the morning. But you could wear, dude. You could easily wear shoes. Yeah. And, and the I thing can. is, the six foot mark is this magical. We line. keep coming back to this. Right. Every story is ended with, "Well, you're six foot." <laughs> well, so it's, I get away with everything. It's the only thing that matters. Well, well, no, that's not I true. Can't you're right. You're right. I'm Wealth, good. fame, and lottery. Cool thing is, though, Harper's podcast is going to make me rich and famous. That's true. So you're actually going to have two of the three. So it's going to be very exciting. So you're just going to be slaying Poon. I hope. I hope. I'll have no reason for this show anymore, then. Because this is no, show where we're supposed to be saddled. Uh, I, w- I want you to know that I'm going to bully you if that happens, because I need you to keep doing the show. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I am, keep, I am pro-bullying to an extent. Uh, Proud of you. I think every kid needs to get picked on. Proud of you. But uh, no, I don't think every kid needs to be harassed. I don't think every kid. I think cyberbullying is an issue. <laughs> Do I partake? If it's a funny tweet, it's a funny tweet. That's all I got. That's all I can say. That's all I got. If the tweet's good, it's good. <laughs> True story. When we were in high school, there was a, I'm not gonna name drop anyone. Quick, quick story. Um, there was this guy, uh, who was dating a girl in middle school. <laughs> he, he was in high school. He was probably a junior in high school. Yeah. At the time. And he was dating someone in middle school. Yeah. Which was weird. And it was like a, it was it would have been like a sixteen year old and like a twelve year old. Yeah. Pretty much. And so Danny one time tweeted like I did tweet about this. <laughs> this is pretty much bullying, but it was so funny. Danny was like, Oh, what was the tweet? I said something along the lines of so and so is babysitting something, or is this like I basically called this guy a babysitter yes. to his girlfriend, like he's babysitting his girlfriend tonight or something like that. You roasted him. Yeah, this is something, and, and and I wasn't even like a popular kid. I was like, like people knew who I was, just like we would. What is someone? I think your parents might be. Oh, maybe. Oh yeah, we're kind of rushing the episode in because I have the house to myself right now, so we can we can cuss. Fuck. Whoa. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so yeah, I like I like, it, I said something along the lines of, and it did well on Twitter. I mean, for for me not being a well known person, and then he had someone else in the middle of English class come up to me, and he was like, "Hey, I saw that tweet. Uh, he would like you to go apologize." <laughs> Like, like it was like the mafia. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like it was like, like he had to be like, hey, the 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 boss would like you to <laughs> go kiss his rings. Yeah. And so, wait, and I, so I went. I, I, I will not. I will not apologize. It was a funny tweet. 
it did well. Put it did it did numbers. Uh, so I, I and I remember I went over there and he said, hey, I saw your tweet, and it, um and I'm like, yeah, you saw that? It was pretty funny, right? Like it was a good tweet. And he was like, I didn't really appreciate that. And I was like, hey, like I think I said something on the lines of like, I'm sorry that it offended you, but it was a funny tweet, and and I'm not gonna like delete it, like. And he was like, all right, as long as you apologize. I'm like, no, 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 I apologize that like it hurt your feelings. I'm not apologizing for the tweet, and I will do it again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing that doesn't help is we're not again we're not gonna name drop, but this kid was a meme. Oh, this kid he was, was an absolute a, meme. a meme. This kid was an absolute meme. Like that's a component of this story. Yeah, of who he was like this kid was like you would you would jokingly call your friends this kid. Yes, yes, that's a great like summary. for example if his if his name was like Dave, I'd be like oh you're you're so Dave right now, so right? Like some shit like that, right? But like it, it was it, yeah, that did not help his cause. character. Yeah, he was. I wonder what he's up to these I days. I wonder what he's up to these days. Probably running the mafia or something. Oh, uh, you'd like you to apologize. I would. Hey, the boss would like. The boss <laughs> saw your tweet. He would like you to apologize. Dude. And he's really speaking your language. Don't Don't make me break your kneecaps, kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god. He would just. He had so much swag. He would just swag you off the. Earth. It's true. It's true. He would just absolute body slam me in that. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. How great was high school? Yep. Was it? Was it great for you? It was alright. I'm. I'm glad. I'm. I'm happier. Now. Yeah, all right, we we do okay. We do we do we do good things. I don't do good things, but whatever. What's how are we looking? Should we should we I think, I think should we wrap it up? Place. Should yeah, we wrap it up? You'll be back on. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I was afraid because I was like, I can't talk to this guy. I'll get too mad. I'll get too frustrated. <laughs> and and we were, I, I and we kind of just went into this. Right. We got. I didn't prepare much. I stopped trying to do that. I stopped trying to prepare stuff. It doesn't it doesn't work. Nice just, authentic content. Yeah, I just see where it goes. Uh, everyone tuned out, so it's just talking to myself at this point. Mm-hmm. And Katie, thanks for love you, babe. Love you, babe. Thanks for yeah, love you. <laughs> uh, so, um, a couple things I should shout out again. Dialects for uh, he'll probably edit this. Maybe not though. This is good. This can be raw. They don't need much editing here. Um, check out his stream. Dialects for Twitch Twitch TV slash Dialects for Kieran's cringing. Um, <laughs> check him out. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram. Dialogue Explorer. Uh, check out Bally Ake, who is my friend Kevin Higgins. And you should check out uh, T Public. Go on T Public. Look up Kevin Higgins Seventeen. That's where you'll find my merch that I would love for you to pick up. That's where you'll find Dialogue Explorer's merch that I'd love to pick up. And Kevin has some really great original designs. And Kieran, you'll like this. He just posted two new designs, like today or yesterday. And the, one of them is is uh, FWA, and it stands for Fullback Wrestling Alliance. And I'm not even joking. Kieran loves fullbacks. Kieran, ha- we have a, a joke called Fullback Camp because they're the toughest position in sports. Is that? I don't want to that correctly. That's a good summation. And he also has another design, and I believe it's along the lines of Fullback Camp. Really? I'll look this up. I'll tweet a link. You may have a new customer. Yeah, no, I absolutely encourage you to get these things. Uh, you can get them whatever you want. T-shirts, hoodies, tapestries, mugs, whatever you want. Uh, so definitely check him out. He's got other cool original designs. Um, T Public, Kevin Higgins. I'll tweet a link. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Heartburn Podcast on Twitter. Heartburn Cat. Oh, no. Heartburn Cast on Twitter. 
Heartburn, the podcast on Instagram, you can find it. Uh, at Danny DeVeggia on Twitter, at Eat Your Veggies on Instagrams. Uh, share, describe all the things. Kieran, anything you want to add? Yes, one last Did thing. Did I ever say your name in this podcast? Did I ever say this? Yeah, I think you, at the beginning, yeah. At the beginning. Okay. Sure. Uh, I, want, I do want to add one thing. Fullback camp uh, is a critical part of the official guide to softness. That is where we uh, send egregious offenders of softness. So people that... Yeah, a lot to digest there. Kieran, yep. I will have you back on. We'll dive <laughs> all into this. We'll write it down. We'll dive into your book more. We'll dive into fullback camp more. We'll dive into other uh, tragic things we've gone through in our lives mm-hmm. uh it's a, a lot of fun thanks for coming thanks, thanks, thanks for having me danny do you want to do you have a twitter do you want people to know about it uh well i'm really not worth following but <laughs> if you stumble your way and you happen to enjoy some of my tweets uh it's um um <laughs> at ktrill 60 oh no cat captain kern is it captain kern captain kern inspired by you actually but oh, good but the cat is a k K. It's, it's Captain C- underscore Kern. It's not. It's not C A P N. No. It's C A P. It's K. Oh. It's Captain, not key. It's wow. It's Captain Kern. Captain underscore underscore Kern. There you go. Look for him. Look for me. Tell your friends. Uh, share the episode or don't, but please do. Check out all the people who I've mentioned. Vanny D. If I didn't mention him. Oh, also something I haven't done in the last couple episodes. My buddy Nick. My old roommate, Nick, he always likes to shout out. I used to shout him out every episode. I haven't been. I am now. Nick, if you made it this far, thanks for listening. What's up, Nick? Uh, I hope you're putting out more episodes more often. I have new equipment. I should use it. And that's it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Love you guys.